We all remember that old slogan that said, there's an app for that. Well, yes, even in marketing your business, there is an app for that. Let's talk about apps and websites today on 10-Minute Food Truck Training. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, my name is Bill Moore, founder of foodtrucktraining.group. All this week, we've been talking about marketing your food truck and generating more sales. Today we're going to wrap up marketing week with apps and websites. These are kind of more passive ways to market your business since they're working 24-7 even when you're asleep. We're going to talk about apps. There is an ever-expanding group of food truck or food cart or restaurant apps. They'll help with social media posting. They'll give locations. They will help with push notifications. They'll send text messages. They'll do advertising. They'll help you get bookings for events. They'll help you do catering events. The most popular ones are Roaming Hunger, Where's the Food Truck, the WTF one. Where is my food truck is another new one that just came online this year. Ourapp.io, another new one that came online, I believe, this year as well. Foodtruck.pub, it's about two years old. Street Food Finder, it's two to three years old, I believe. And then, of course, there's a whole bunch of other ones. It seems like there's a new one coming up every day. Some of them charge you. Some of them charge your guests. Some of them are free. Each one of them can be effective in their own way, and you got to understand what they do. For example, if you're using one that's just a straight location map, they pull up a map and it's got 15 other food trucks on it, and you happen to be one of them, that's a good thing that you're there. But it's also a bad thing because it is, again, a map with 15 different food trucks on it. So you want to be careful about how you're spending your money and how much those kind of apps would be charging you to use their service. Because remember, if all it does is point out to your guests where you are, it's also pointing out to your guests where a whole bunch of other people are. So keep those things in mind when you're really exploring them. And think about, does this really help me or does it just make me a group of, again, 15, 20 local food trucks? If you're the only food truck that's on it, that's awesome. So if your city does not have a food truck on it, get on that app, especially if it's free. That helps you to get more eyes on your business. And then there are other apps that are specific to you and require you to get your guests to download a QR code or a link to a website or some other link for those folks to be able to order through you. So that's a little bit better for you because you're not being lumped in with a group of other food trucks. But it also does require you to get your information into the hands of people that will be using it. So you have to market that, and you market it for yourself. So you would market that through your Facebook page, through your web page, through all your other social media, so that they have a link to get your specific information. And then, of course, there's even more apps to consider. You've got all of the third-party delivery apps, DoorDash and Postmates and Grubhub and Waiter and all the others. If you decide to go that route and they are taking 25-30% of your, of your ticket total, make sure you increase, not by 30% if they're charging you 30%, because you still will not break even. For 30%, you need to be at about 43%. So that's how much you would have to increase your prices to make up for their delivery fees. If you're doing 20% or they're charging you 20%, you need to raise your prices 25%. If they're only charging you 10% because it's some uh, new restaurant special or new food truck special, you need to raise your prices a little over 11% to be able to recoup the exact same amount of money had 
the order not being placed through the delivery system. Now let's talk about your websites. Many food vendors only web presence is Facebook. And for a lot of people that's enough. But realistically, if you want to grow and generate the kind of income that you probably envisioned when you started on your food truck journey, you're going to have to have a website. A website is the first place people will go to look for you when they're not particularly hungry. They might be thinking about catering. They might be thinking how awesome it would be to have a food truck come do our wedding that has 500 people attending it. They're not going to look on a food truck app for a food truck. They're going to look online for a food truck that does catering. And they're going to hopefully hit your website. If they've been following you on Facebook and think, hey, I wonder if this dude can do catering, they're going to look to see if you have a link on your Facebook page for your website so they can get more details about you and perhaps see some of the offerings you have for catering. So a website's important. One other thing about having a website, and I want you to think about this one carefully, Facebook and Twitter and all the other social medias under the guise of community standards will ban somebody. And when they ban you, all the information, all your pictures, all your videos, all the stuff you've posted there goes away. So if you say something that's politically incorrect and they get upset with you and decide to ban you, you've lost everything you've built up if you do it on social media. There's you want to have it duplicated on your website so you have all the photographs, all the videos, all of that stuff on your website so that no one can take it away from you. You want all of your reviews to be there. You want all of the comments you've had. You want to copy those and paste them over there and say, look what these people said about me on Facebook. And take the screenshots and have screenshot after screenshot after screenshot of stuff people were saying about you on Facebook. So if you ever lose your Facebook or you get hacked, which does happen, unfortunately. You get hacked and it can't be recovered. You're just not starting from zero. So a website is kind of your insurance policy against losing a social media account, a social media account being hacked and taken over. It helps you to stay afloat, so to speak, if one of those tragedies does happen. Your website should obviously state your location schedule, just like your social media should. should have your hours of operation, any upcoming specials, new locations, what you're thinking about adding to the menu, what you're thinking about taking away from the menu. Don't forget your phone number. Don't forget your email address. If you offer one of the third-party deliveries or do online ordering, it should be very prominent on your homepage. People should know where they can order food from. If you do extra things like catering or delivery, you want to make sure that's very prominent. Make sure that people can find those things easily. Posting photographs of your menu and of your food is a given, but you also be surprised how many vendors forget to list menu prices. Or worse, they have an outdated menu. Somebody calls them up and says, Hey, I see that you sell this, and you have to say, Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't update my website. And I don't have that any longer. You don't want to put yourself through that embarrassing kind of thing. Keep your website updated. Make it easier for people to order from you. Have your prices there. Your website should ref reflect your brand. And it should also reflect your writing style, your fonts, the, the uh, colors you've chosen to use across all your social media. Think of your social media. Think of your marketing efforts. Think of your website. All as an extension of your food vehicle. All the themes should match all the way across the board. Allow reviews on your website as well as comments. You can set up post approval on there if you want, but the idea is that they go to your website to post your reviews. You can do things like posting blogs or recipes of your popular items or items you'd like to sell or thought about selling. You can ask for opinions on new products. You can post a link for a poll on social media that directs users back to your website. 
to vote on a new product. The idea is to link everything together so that when somebody goes to Twitter, they're seeing the same thing. They go to your website, they see the same thing. They go to Facebook, they see the same thing. And they know no matter where they are, they don't have to feel like I'm missing out. Oh man, I need to go check Twitter because you always post something different there. Don't be that person. Be consistent. Whatever their chosen way to find you is should be identical from every different social media and website out there. Consider using an app or a widget that'll connect social media to your homepage on your website. This will keep the front page of your website active and fresh for frequent viewers. Post often and include announcements, explaining seasonal or special items. You can post videos demonstrating recipe prep or you can uh, give an awesome cleaning tip. Blog entries make a really great social media post when they contain pertinent information or activities your business is involved in. Rather than posting pictures of your menu, post your menu in words. Words are searchable, so think about that on your website. Actually type it out. I know it's a pain to have to handwrite all that stuff out, but those words become searchable. A picture is not searchable for the words that are within it. Sharing is caring. On your website, you should have all the social media buttons so they can share easily. Definitely on your menu pages and on any kind of blog posts that you do, have those share buttons so somebody else can share it for you. Obviously, you're going to share it, but if someone else shares it, then people that you don't necessarily know are going to see it. Keep the conversation going. Periodically ask your friends and staff to use their social media to share your website. Ask your loyal guests to share your website or offer them space on your website to blog about something that's important to them. The more people that come to your website or information about your business, the better off you're going to be. And if you have that occasional guest blogger, then you're going to be able to tap into their audience and get even more people looking at your menus and looking at your food truck. Use your keywords. Keywords make it easier for search engines to find you. And you want to use those keywords repetitively through your post. Let's say you're highlighting a specially named hamburger, whatever that special name is. Make sure the title page says specialty named hamburger. Any image that you put up there, rename that image to say specialty named hamburger, whatever your name is. Use the image alt tag. Use the heading. All the content should use the same keyword of specially named hamburger. That helps the search engine to find you because all those repetitive occurrences you can look at a site like linktr.ee, which is Linktree. It's a site that places all your links in a common, easy to remember location. So like for example, mine is uh, linktree backslash food truck training. So when you go there, all of my stuff is listed so they can get my Facebook and the website and the uh, YouTube channel and get the podcast channel as well. And then they also give you a QR code to make it easy to scan so you can put that on your truck put on your website. It just gives people different ways to find you and contact you. That wraps up a full week on marketing. I hope you guys found something useful in all of this stuff that we talked about and it helps to move your business forward. Next week we're going to talk about your menu and how to build a menu, knowing what equipment you're going to need, and then how to price that menu for profit. If you're enjoying our chats, please consider supporting the podcast by clicking that support button. Every little bit does help. If you need more information or just like the camaraderie of like-minded, positive people, join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training, and the links are in the description. Thank you guys so much for listening, and stay profitable, my friends. I'll see you next week.